Bishop should also invite Pastor Alan Ohime to take the word this morning. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Amen. Um, give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Glory with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Blessed be thy name, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, for the glory must be put to you forever. Blessed be thy name, Lord. Blessed be thy name, Lord. The name for your love over our lives. Thank you, Lord. That every day, every morning, Father, Lord, you release fresh mercies for us. Thank you for, for the mercy for today. Thank you, Lord. Sufficient to deal with this day. Lord Almighty, take all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray. Amen. Amen. So I will briefly, I will just briefly share that my wife will handle the um, message. I will just briefly, and then she will handle. Thing in this scripture, um, in John chapter, in John chapter twenty, um, sixteen, and I will just—it's just a small charge, and then we'll just go into the real world, basically, you know. And Jesus just said unto her, Mary, and she turned herself, and she said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Um, and it's just very simple that in the heat of all the confusion of the time and the season, you know, where expectations were, you know, nearly lost, whether the Savior had risen or he had not, Mary encounters someone in the garden and, you know, Jesus just reveals himself again. But just by saying a word to her, by just simply saying Mary was able to turn, she turned herself and said Rabboni, which is to say Master. And our prayer today is that God will give us a very close relationship with him. Amen. So that at the slightest word that he gives, we will recognize his counsel word, recognize his voice. Amen. And our prayer is that, you know, God will draw us that it's, it's this resurrection time would be, you know, the fact that we know him more, you know, experience him more. 
and you know we receive encouragement for the journey. So draw near unto me, and I would draw near unto you. It says, "My my sheep know my voice, and you know they know my voice." It says, and Jesus, you know, will continue to speak to his own. And Mary achieved that basically by sitting down at the Master's feet. You know, it's not by one day; it's by a consistent and by praying, by talking to Him that we recognize his voice, you know, so we're encouraged to stay closer to him in all that we do. So Mary chose the better part of, you know, of knowing the word, not just serving, but in building a relationship with him, you know, and as we draw close to him, you know, in John 16, verse 15, it says, all things that the father have are mine. Therefore, I say unto you, therefore, said I, he take he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. So it gives us greater revelation in his presence for the fact that we're closer to him. And our prayer this day is that God will knit a deeper relationship with us in Jesus' name. And that this time will be a blessing unto us. So let's just begin to pray right now. Father, let us know you more in Jesus' name. Father, in the name Father, of Jesus, I pray the Lord will help the Lord to know you more. Lord, I need the Lord to touch you and to hear from you. Father, help me to know you more. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, the grace to you. Draw me nearer to you. Draw me nearer to you. Draw you more. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Let us take this song. Holy Spirit, move me now, move me now. Make my life full again. Spirit, move. Oh, 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 oh,
pray that Father, Spirit of Living God, move over me afresh this morning in the name of Jesus. Living God, move over me this morning. Move over me this morning. This morning, we'll just quickly look at um, the topic, the same spirit, or you can say the same power. Yes, um, let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Romans 8, 11 says, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your bodies through oh, yeah. his who dwells in you. So considering it, we're talking about the same spirit. We're talking here about that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And it says, it's the same spirit that dwells within us. And it's the same spirit that gives life unto our mortal bodies. There is something special about the spirit of God. The same spirit, not another one. The same spirit was at work during creation. If we look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Genesis 1 3. It tells us that at creation, the Spirit of God moved over the face of water. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So, in Genesis, I'll just quickly read Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Genesis 1, 3. It says, um, sorry, Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. Okay, the scripture that Genesis 1 3 is where it says that the spirit of creation, when God was created, and it says that the earth was without form or void, and the spirit of God moved over the face of water. One, two. And at the earth, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon face of water. So we can see there that it's the Spirit of God that moves, that over, over the face of water. And after the Spirit of God moved, the, the whole creation was completed at that point. Because it was after then Jesus, then God began to declare, let there be light. And as it was declaring, transformation was taking place. The same Spirit was at work in the dry bone valley. In Ezekiel, if we look at Ezekiel 37, from verse 1 to 14. In Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14, 
faith. He saw that it was even the same spirit of God that led the prophet Ezekiel even to the valley of bones, valley of dry bones. And when he got there, he was being instructed. <coughs> and you know, at every time he was instructed, his bone lives again. He said, Oh God, thou knowest why. Because he knew that it was not by power, but by, not by mind, but by the Spirit of God. He knew it was the Spirit of God that would bring about the transformation that would take place there. You know, it says um, in Ezekiel 37, 14, And shall I put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am God. I, the Lord, have spoken and performed it. Praise the Lord. So we look from chapter 1, verse, uh, from verse 1, talking about the dry bone valley. It is the same spirit that breathed upon the dry bones and they came back to life. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It was there, and even in that whole valley. In verse 9, it says, then said he to me, Prophesy unto the winds, prophesy, O son of man, and say to and say to the wind, Thus says the Lord, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon this slain that they may live. He says, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath and breathe and breath came unto them, and they lived, and they stood up on their feet, and exceeding great army. So that same spirit was at work during the resurrection of Christ. The same spirit does the work of salvation, whereby our spirit man is re renewed, revived. It revives, it strengthens, and it restores. It revives, it renews strength, and it restores hope. You cannot encounter the Spirit of God and remain the same again. I pray that this, this morning, the same Spirit that was at work in creation, in salvation, at the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that same spirit will do his wonders in our lives this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. What does the spirit do? It gives life. That we have seen in Ezekiel 37 verse 14 that I read earlier on. He says, I will put my spirit and you shall live and I will put you in your own land. In Job 33 4, it also talks about the Spirit giving life. I pray this morning, whatever may seem dead in our life, in our home, in our ministry, in our marriages, that the Lord will restore life to them this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What again does the Spirit do? It sets you free from the law of sin and death. Praise the Lord. If we look at yeah. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, Romans 8, 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after this flesh, but of the Spirit. 
for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So that same spirit sets us free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and has no dominion over us again because we have that spirit living, dwelling within us. Again, it redeems us from all forms of condemnation. He said, therefore, there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Whatever kind of condemnation we may be experiencing or we have been subjected to up to this moment, that same spirit is breaking all such condemnations in Jesus' name. Whatever kind of sentences that we may be experiencing, as if we have been put on a life sentence, this morning, the Spirit of God will book all such sentences in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It, gives us, it gives you access to God. Because it, the, 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 when we read through um, Romans 8, it says it gives us that spirit of we are no longer in bondage, but we have been given the, the, uh, the right of, okay, from verse 14. It says, for as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out of fact. The Spirit of God gives us access as children of God. We have access and right to him, and we can call him our Father. And I pray that this morning, when we approach to the throne of grace. We will boldly call him Abba Father, our Father. And we will turn him as our Father because the Spirit of God gives us that access. And if before now we have been doubting our citizenship or our sonship to the Most High God, that we will go boldly. We will not go in fear because he has revoked that spirit of fear and he has given us that spirit of sonship and we will in the spirit of adoption, and that we will go forth in the power of that might in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tells us again that the spirit of God breaks protocol. When you look at it, there has never been anywhere, anywhere, you know, when he talks about, except the spirit of God is at work. When somebody dies, the person dies. But Jesus died. After three days, he rose because the spirit of God rose him, rose him up, raised him up from, that, from the spirit of death. And because of that, we have a living God. We can boldly say that our God is alive. And I with that same spirit of God, we revive our mortal bodies and every ailment, every sickness, every infirmity, every diseases, every form of affliction will be destroyed completely in Jesus' name. And we newness of life unto our bodies, the bodies of every member of our church, every member of our family, or those connected to us in Jesus' name. Again, it moves. The Spirit of God moves. We've seen that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. It says the Spirit of God moved over the face of water. And when the Spirit of God begins to move, transformation is bound to take place. And I pray this morning, areas where we need God's attention, 
areas where we want this transformation, that the Spirit of God will move afresh in those areas. And we will see things turn around to the glory and praise of His name in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, in Psalm 104, verse 30, it tells us about how the Spirit of God transforms. And I pray this morning that our case will not be an exception in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's transformation. No matter how long we've been waiting for that transformation, no matter how long you've been seeking for that job, no matter how long you've been seeking God for admission, this morning transformation will take place. Thou sendest forth thy spirit, and they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. And I pray this morning that the Lord will renew all that concerns us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Right. Again, the Spirit of God directed that in Ezekiel 37, verse 1, where it talks about how the prophet was led to the Rome Valley. The Spirit of God refreshes. When we look at some of Solomon chapter 4, Verse 16, it talks about this uh, about coming into the garden and releasing the fragrance. And I pray that this morning the Lord will come even afresh, we release the spirit afresh into our life. That wherever we go, the fragrance of the spirit of God will be felt by everyone that come in contact with us in Jesus' name. Because when the Spirit of God is, you are bound to release beautiful fragrance of the fruit of the Spirit. And I pray that that will be a portion in Jesus' name. The Spirit of God revives. That will say John chapter 7, verse 38, that wherever the Spirit of God is, it revives, it restores. Mm -hmm. It leaves, again, the Spirit of God leaves a standard against every spirit, every every enemy, every spirit contrary to that of the living God. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 59, verse 19, that the Spirit of God raises a standard against every enemy. And that, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, Isaiah 59 verse 19. It says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord, where the sun sets, and the glory and his glory where it rises. For it will come for it will come like a raging flood, driven by the breath of the Lord. The Spirit of God will always raise the standard against every fiery that of the enemy. And I pray this morning, because the Lord will release the spirit afresh upon us. That when the enemy will come in, in any direction they choose it, they choose to come from. The spirit of God will raise a standard against them in Jesus' name. Whatever kind of um, situation or challenges we may have been going through that looks as if we have been overwhelmed, we decree in agreement, joining our faith together this morning, that the spirit of God will raise a standard against every that of the enemy, and they will be destroyed completely in the name of Jesus. Amen. That today you will experience an outpour of the same Spirit of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Fill us afresh with His Holy Spirit in the name Amen. of Jesus. 
Christ. I pray mm-hmm. that even as we trust him and as we hold on to his word, that he will perform that which he has spoken to do concerning us, concerning our household, concerning our jobs, our career, concerning all that we, that we concerns us, that the Lord himself will do that which he's able to do, is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And I pray that this morning, that same spirit, yes, we've just finished Easter, we've just talked about um, the resurrection of the Most High God. It's a reminder to us this morning that that same spirit that did that perfect work on the third day, it's that same spirit dwelling within us. As long as we have surrendered our life unto him, as long as we have accepted him as our Lord and Savior, then we will see that spirit at work in Jesus' name. Amen. That true, in John chapter 2, it tells us that he will pour his spirit afresh, that he will pour his spirit upon our sons and our daughters. And I pray that this morning, as we come to him, that the Lord will pour his spirit afresh upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want this hour to begin to release ourselves onto the hands of God. Let us pray and say, Father, I have come before your throne of grace and mercy this morning. That same spirit, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, Father, I ask for an pour of it upon my life this morning in the name of Jesus shall begin to pray. Amen. chapter 2 verse 28 it says and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams and your young shall see vision I want to pray that father let there be a performance of this word in my life in my room in the life of my children so I don't know what plan to do Father, we pray for the 